You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. We're doing a series called Freedom, and we're in this, uh, what do you call it, our, 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 where they think about the message, what do you call that, the Pat, the preaching team, whatever. And so we're going through all this stuff, and uh, this, this, this series comes up, and, and of course, the topic I get is the best topic of all. Everyone's going to rejoice when they hear this word. I know they are. I get to talk about debt today. Boo, right? Boo, that's terrible. No, but hey, we've all, if, we, if, if, if you've never dealt with it, praise God, don't deal with it. That's awesome. If you have dealt with it, we're going to try to look at it as a way that maybe shouldn't be so ashamed, but hey, I'm going to, we're going to open our eyes up and say there, there is a way out. We're not caught here. There is a way of freedom, right? And so, you know, I, I, um, my assistant's going to help me out here, but the main, the, the topic of this, you see, it says all chained up, all chained up. And we're just going to, I'm going to jump right into the first, the first um, point here in Proverbs chapter 22. And seven, NIV says, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Watch this, okay? I'll show you something. See this? Turn around. Somebody show your chains. See this? This is your debt. Oh, wow. Good chain. Wow. Hey, it's over. Let's pray now, right? No. Wow, what a message. It was already over. No, seriously. No, this is debt here, guys. This is debt. It says, it says that verse, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender, right? Here's your debt, right? And if she wasn't all chained up, that's hers. She, that's hers. She can have it, right? But she can't get it. If she gets close, I'm going to get it. She can't have this, right? I'm not going to give it to her because she's all chained up. All chained up. Huh. I'm the boss, they're the boss. The people I pay my truck payment to, they're my boss. They run the show. Every month, I'm throwing money to them. I'm just being real, guys. It's, it's me too. I'm not preaching to you guys. I'm preaching to me too. I preach messages all week long. I've been beat up all week long. You can't tell, but I have been. God's been saying, Grant, this is, this is real, man. This is it. There is a way out. We don't have to be like this. We don't, guys. There's so much more freedom if we don't give everybody else our money. They don't deserve your money. You work hard for this money, right? Well, I mean, I work for this money. Anyway, I work for the money. Maybe not hard, but I still work for it, right? I get up and I go to work, okay? It's mine. It's Jesus' money. What could I do, guys? What really, if she could get out of those chains, she could have this $100 bill. Just think what she could do she wasn't all chained up. But no, she's, she's a slave to the lender. I'm the lender. She, she owes me the hundred bucks. It's mine. She can't have it. I mean, who wants to be chained up? Who wants to really be chained up, right? None of us, right? Just shake your head. No, I, if you want to be chained up, that's your story. I don't know. But I don't want to be chained up. I don't want to have anything to do with that, guys. I don't. You can, I'll let you go now. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for freeing me. No problem. Here's your hundred dollar back. It's really hers anyway. Anyway, but uh, 
<laughs> it's really hers anyway, guys. We know how it works, right? And it says, debt has a way of keeping us in chains. If we're not careful, debt can keep us from our goals and our dreams, right? It can. I'm not saying it will. Now, listen to what Grant's saying. Grant's not saying it will. I'm not saying it's going to. I'm saying it can. It has a potential to, right? There's a chance, right? Listen to the words I'm using, all right? I mean, this, is, this might be pretty quick, guys, but hey, that's fine. The second point is, the second point I have is God wants us to lend to others. Now, now a, a, um, a wise person told me a while ago, I won't mention anybody's name, but a wise person told me, now, now I'm going to read the verse first. Let me tell you what the verse says. In, in Deuteronomy 15, 6, the verse says, for the, for the Lord your God will bless you as he has promised. And you will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. You will rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. Right? A dream of me and my wife's, uh, you know, when, when we do become, you know, debt free, when we do become this way, a dream of ours is to be, we've always wanted to be able to, wherever we go, it doesn't matter to where it's Kroger, where it's H-E-B, where it's Walmart, where it's the tire store, no matter where it is, I don't care where it is. And the Holy Spirit prompt me and my wife to do something for somebody. Now, let me, let me, let me hold on. I'm jumping ahead here real quick. I'll wait a minute. I won't, I won't get to that part. But, and, and, and I know that maybe I can't do this right now. And I want to really bad. I want to help that mom out that I know she needs help. Man, God, I really can't right now. Man, I'm tied up. You saw the chain. I'm chained up. I can't do it right now. See, God's telling you that he will bless you as he's promised. Now, God can't lie. Am I right or wrong? He can't lie. So he said, he'll bless you like he promised. And he'll make, he will make you, a, you, you, you will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none, right? Now, when you, when you, I don't want to say, the lend's not a good word. She's right. The one that told me this. Lend is not the best word. Because when I, when I give somebody something of mine, it's yours. It's yours. No strings attached. I don't want to lend it to you. If I give it to you, it's yours. If I give you 20 bucks, I don't want it back. But if we say, I'm going to let you borrow 20 bucks, I probably want it back. But if I say, here, here's 20 bucks, you can have it. That means I have no strings attached. I don't care what you do with that 20 bucks, I give it to you. So we shouldn't be, when, when, we, when we give to somebody, instead of using the word lend, maybe with, with a heart of Jesus, I mean, when Jesus gives me something, he didn't expect me to give it to him back, right? It's, it's mine. Am I right? It's mine. He gives it to me. Now, he does expect me to do something with it, maybe to further his kingdom. I will say that. He, you shouldn't just blow whatever God gives you, right? And we'll get onto that too. I mean, but, but the verse is so cool. It says, for the Lord your God will bless you as he promised. That was so cool to me. He promised to bless me. He will lend, you will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. You'll rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. Think of what you could do if you didn't have debt. It would free up all your finances to, to be able to help other people, right? Now, now, there's a story that if you all know me by now, I've been here just about a year now, Easter, and I'm not good at details because I think details get in the way and they take too long. I just want to get to start and finish the story, but I don't care about details. I mean, I mean, my wife can tell you this, the clothes we wore on our first date. 
what? I could tell you the date was and where we went to eat, but I don't know what she ate. I don't know what she wore, but she can tell me all that, guys, to detail. Like, that's weird. I mean, that was 20 years ago. That's weird to me. But then also, like, man, she really does like me. That's cool. You know, I like that, you know. In a way, I kind of think it's cool, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But do you, do you want to share that story of the, of the uh, now I'm thinking of the van story right now. Okay. Now, understand something. We were not debt free here at this time. But, but listen to the story real quick. Okay, so we bought this van, and as soon as we bought it, God laid on my heart, okay, you're going to drive this van, you're going to use this van, and when you're done with this van, you're going to give it to someone. Well, the time came when it was time to get rid of the van, and I had just finished college, and we needed money. So what did we do? We posted the van up for sale. We didn't get any bites on the van. We got a couple of bites, but not, and I just, in my spirit, I kept going, this is not what we're supposed to do. This is not what God laid on our heart. When we bought the van, this is not right. And I, finally, I told Grant, I said, stop. And he said, but we could really use that money. Now, we weren't going to get a lot for it because we drove, drove the wheels off this thing. Oh, Bessie was good to us. If you need a van, I recommend a Dodge Grand Caravan. Anyway, so... It was not ugly, Broderick Martin. A um, lot of memories with Bessie. So, but we took it down, and I reached out to some people. Um, there had been uh, some tornadoes, and I can't tell you which one, because if you are familiar with Oklahoma, and especially Moore, Oklahoma, I don't know why anybody lives in Moore, Oklahoma. Um, but there were tornadoes, and so I reached out to some friends, and I said, hey, Grant and I have this van, and I know that there's... You know, middle-class working people that fall through the cracks. You know, the people that can't get help anywhere else. I said, that's who we want to help. So I need you to figure out if there's someone that you know of that needs a vehicle. She said, Tina, I don't have to think about it. She said, we have a family that lost everything in the tornado, including their vehicle. I said, give me their name and number. And we met, I'm not weird, I think in a Wendy's parking lot. Signed the title over. They're in tears. We're in tears. Now, we're, we were in a place financially. We needed the money. But that's not what God laid on our heart. And we gave that van away. Now, Bessie may be in the junkyard now. Bessie may still be on the road. We don't know. But that whole, there was a big family, and they needed a big vehicle. So we were able to meet a need because we were obedient. Thank you. Appreciate it. Any help down? There you go. And, uh, but I want to say this real quick before I go on. And I think I'm jumping way ahead, but I I think it needs to be said right now. I can't, I, yeah, I got to say it now. I'm sorry. We shouldn't let our debt, guys, listen, listen to what's coming out of my mouth. Listen to me. I've done it. I've been there. And so I can, I can talk about this. We should not and cannot let our debt get in the way of doing what God's told us to do still. You cannot do it. If God tells you to do something with 20 bucks and that's all you have to put gas in your car, you better do what God tells you to do at 20 bucks. I'm being serious right now. I'm not joking. No laughing out of my voice at all. You don't see any other way out. All you have is 20 bucks left, and God says, give that in the offering. You better give that in the offering. Now, you can keep it in your pocket, and you can put gas in your car. But just what if, what if you give that money and God triples the 20 bucks the same day? 
What if? You don't know what he, he may do it 10 times. But if you don't give it, you'll never know. But I do know what he says in his word. If you obey me and do what I say, I'll take care of you. I do know that's what he says. He will take care of our needs, guys. The Bible says it. Philippians 4.19 is not up there. Don't worry about it. Philippians 4.19 says, For my God shall supply all of my needs according to what? His riches. He owns it all. Pastor Todd said it last week. There's not anything that God does not own. He has it all. It's our job to obey him, trust him, put our hands, our life, everything in his hands, right? That was a free one. That next one cost, but that was pretty, that was, that was a free one. Um, and the last point, it says, uh, now this, now remember what I said about that Grant got beat up all week long? This, man, I preached myself this. I was in my house by myself. I, I was preaching to the TV, man. I was in the mirror. Pre- I was all over preaching to myself. But the third point is, and this gets kind of hard, so just bear with me. It says, we are required to pay back what we borrowed. In the Bible I'm reading, it gives me no other option. It says you borrow it, you pay it back. Because the last time I checked, no one told me to go get that Nissan truck outside. I got my own free will. No one held my hand and said, Grant, you get this truck right now. No, I went there myself and signed that paper myself with my wife beside me, and no one made me do that. No one. So guess what? It's my job to pay that truck back. It's my obligation. God's told me I, look, I mean, look at the verse, y'all. This, is, this kicked me right in the face. It says, the wicked borrow and do not repay. Uh, you... Don't look at me. I, that's what the Bible says. I didn't write that. Psalms 37, 20. You can look in your Bible too. It's the same thing. Psalms 37, 21. It's not Grant's version. That's the NIV. That's the, that's the word of God. The wicked borrow and do not pay back. I don't want to be called wicked. But the righteous, they give generously, right? Yeah, you can look at me and say, man, you don't understand, man. You don't understand about me. And I'm so far in debt, I can't even see the top. I, think, I thought the bottom was the top. That's how bad I am. Yeah, I know. I know. I've been there. I'm, I've been there. And see, here's the deal, guys. I think we look at debt as, you know, here's why I look at debt. I was younger. I made some pretty not-so-smart decisions. I won't say dumb, just not smart. They were, they were really just off the cuff, just, oh, i got to have this now. I want it bad, when I really didn't need it that bad, right? And now, as the years go on, I'm paying back what I should have been smarter about, and said, I should have been smarter. But here's the deal about debt. Guys, there's hope. There is hope. You know what I'm doing right now? I know this sounds weird. I know people are going to say, yeah, but I don't want to do that. Well, you don't want to be out of debt. You just want to talk about it. And I'm, man, I got to leave. Anyway, uh, come back next week, please. Pastor Todd loves you guys, okay? I'm like a, I'm like a missionary evangelist. I can say what I want, and he has to take over after that. I'm sorry, okay? That's what I, it's in my heart, all right? Sorry, Pastor Todd, if you're listening. But, um, hey, but <laughs> here, man, this is tough here. Here's, mm, wow. I am doing about three side gigs as we speak right now, plus the job I already do. Three side gigs. You know why? I don't want to be in debt forever. I'm tired of this mess. So when I work my job Saturday, Sunday, Monday from 2.30 in the afternoon to 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the morning, 
and I go to sleep on Monday, I get up on Tuesday, if I'm not going out of town helping a guy put ATMs in, I'm Mr. Ruby, Miss Ruby and Mr. Dennis back there, I'm helping them out at the house, whatever they need help with, or other things I'm doing. You know why? Am I tired? You bet I'm tired. You bet I'm tired. You know what? I don't want to be in debt forever. I don't think God wants me in debt forever. But you know what he tells me to do? He tells me to do whatever I can to get myself out of debt. And I'm going to do everything I can to get me and my family out of debt. And if it means me working until I cannot walk anymore, I'm going to work until I cannot walk anymore. Listen to what I'm saying. If we're serious about this, we will do something about it. Look, like I tell my wife, I really want to lose weight, but I really don't. If I cared, I'd go to the gym to work out. You had not seen me in the gym forever. He, he, he forgot. He thought I probably lost my membership. <laughs> right? Am I right? I mean, and so I have one still. I still pay monthly for it, but I ain't been there in a month of Sundays or month of whatever, right? Am I right? So I really don't care about losing weight. I talk about it, but I don't really care. Just like your debt. Do you really care about it? Or you just want to complain about it? There's a difference. Carry means you're going to get up every day. You're going to do something to get money. You can pay something off. And see, guys, this is something where you don't have to hit the very top debt you have off. That's, that's, that's a lot of money. Get those baby ones out of the way. Chop them. It's like the big red oak in California. You're not going to hit a red oak down by one swing. It's no way. You're going to have to chop it little at a time. Little at a time. Little at a time. And you're going to keep chopping. When your arms are sore, you're going to keep chopping. And your arms are going to hurt. You're going to keep chopping. One day you're going to wake up and it's going to really stink really bad. You're going to keep chopping. Because you're looking at behind you and saying, I'm getting out of this mess. I don't want to be chained up forever. And one day, you're going to hit that red oak just right. Timber. And California's gone. No, I'm kidding. But no, but really, <laughs> but seriously, you're going to knock it over and it's, it's gone. You're going to look back and be able to say, there's a show, uh, a radio show, know who Dave Ramsey is? Know who Dave Ramsey is? A radio show, and he gets people on the radio show, and they say, one, two, three, we're debt free. They get to yell, I want to do that one day. Hey, Dave, I did it. I hate your guts, but I did it, right? I mean, I really hate your guts. I mean, don't do this, don't do that. I mean, really, Dave, you're killing me, man. But no, seriously, if we really want to get out of debt, We'll do whatever we can to get out of debt. If we don't, like me going to the gym, I'll just talk about it. I want to go work out, but I really don't want to. I mean, I'm kind of tired at night, right? And so it says we must be people of our word. Listen to this. Listen to what I'm saying. We must be people of our word. If we have debt, we must pay it back. It's the only way. There is no other way. Listen to what I'm saying. There is no other way. We've got it. We pay it back. Are you listening? Hello, are you listening up there? You're listening. It's ours. We pay it back. Christian didn't make me get that truck. Did you make me get that truck outside? If you did, you're paying back. I don't want You can have it, man. If you did it, you can have it. All right? No, he didn't make me do it. I did it. I can't call on Christian to pay that truck back. He didn't get it. I got it. It's my job to do it. You listen to what I'm saying to you? It's my job. It's my wife's job. And now that my son has a car, guess what? It's his job to pay that car he wanted so bad. Huh. 
Luxury's expensive when you're riding the nice wheels. It's expensive to drive them, right? That's why he has a job and works, right? But look, guys, we must, let's get off the, off the money thing real quick here. We must be people of our word. Let's stop the money real quick. On, let's, we're, not, we're not talking about money, any, not more right now. Must be people of our word, period. If we say we're going to do something, please do it. People know when you don't do it. You say, oh, they don't remember. They don't remember. It was a long time ago. They'll never remember I said that. Yeah, they will. They know exactly when you didn't do it. And they can tell you you didn't do it. If we say we're going to do something. I mean, my grandpa told me a long time ago, man, a man's handshake was better than gold. He told me that, son, when you shake a man's hand, that's better than gold. Now, you better write it on a piece of paper and have him sign it. That's sad, right? We're past that point about shaking a man's hand. And that's, that's us. That's us. It's, not, it's, it's us that did that. Right? But if we were people that were trustworthy and honest and upright, you could shake a man's hand and say, I'm going to be here at 9 o'clock in the morning. You don't have to worry about me. I'll be here. Okay. You'll be here. I mean, look, because if you go to your job and you're late, maybe once, it's okay, right? They'll slap your hand and say, be on time. Twice. You might get away with twice even. After the third time, they're going to be wondering why you're always late every day. Why are you always late? You can't make it to work on time? I'm paying you to be here on time. You can't make it to work, though. It's weird. The fourth, fifth time, you may get a letter and says, you know what? Maybe you don't want this job after all. Right? So, guys, and I, and, and I know this sounds really, really hard. Like, I'm like, I'm not trying to be that way. I just know that God, man, he just, man, he killed me this week. I even come to the church when my wife was up here printing stuff off. I literally went in here, turned all the lights on, put my notes here and preached empty seats. Say, God, I got to do this. I don't want to, but you're making me do it. So I'm going to preach empty seats first. They can't yell and look crazy like you look at me now. They can't look like y'all were looking now. I didn't see this kind of face at all. I was like, yeah, that's great, right? Now I'm like, oh man, this is real. Oh, wow. So, but I did that. I preached to, to empty seats. That's, I know that's not, my son says that was weird, but, or my daughter, that was, said that was really weird, dad, but it wasn't that weird. And uh, it says the quote today, it says, um, he has the quote up there? Oh, it's behind, oh, look at that. As Christians, we have the opportunity. Look at the word in here. As Christians, we have the opportunity to use our finances to build God's kingdom. Financial decisions must be made with a kingdom mindset. You get, you get what I'm saying? Not with, our, not, with our, not with Grant's mind. Not with my earthly mind. That doesn't make any sense to me. Talking about kingdom minds is way different than my mind. When I get money in my pocket, I should be the first thing I should be thinking about. God, I'm going to give you 10%. And I'm going to do what you call me to do. How about that? Let's do it a different way. Let's don't say, I'm going to pay this bill, that bill, that bill. And when all the money's over, if I have any left over, I'll, I'll further your kingdom. Why don't we swap that? God, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to pray about my, what I'm getting paid. God, thank you for my job. Thanks for my paycheck. I'm going to give you 10%. And I'm going to, you know what, God? I'm going to give you all of it. How about that? It's all yours anyway. God, this is your paycheck. What do you want to do with it? That's kingdom mindset. Because I promise you guys, I've been there. I've been there where I'm like, God, I really can't give this. God, you don't understand. I fought with God so many times. God, I, this is really all my kids and my wife have to eat on the week. I cannot give that in the offering. You don't understand, God, please. And in his voice, he always talks to me and he says, Grant, do it. 
I'm not, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you to do it. So God, you're not giving me an option. That's right. I'm not giving you an option. That's why I said do it. And every single time I do it, guys, I can't, I, you're going to be like, man, that sounds like a little fairy tale. You can call it what you want to call it. I don't care. God comes through in ways that I can't even describe to you. On paper, I can't, you can't even prove it on paper. It doesn't work. On paper, you're like, Grant, that didn't work. I'm looking at your checkbook. Yeah, people, but it did. I was there. I know it worked. And it still works today. Guys, I could tell the story over and over and over again about coming here three years ago. On paper, that does not work out. We had zero money. And I know you're saying, well, how'd you make it here? The money that we had, we made it here on that. We got it. We were broke. We paid, we got a month rent in that place we're living in, and we were broke, guys. I'm not, don't feel sorry for me. That's the way it was. I didn't know where we were going to eat. I had no money to eat on. We were just living in the house. That's all we were doing. God, what, you brought me here. Why, what? I'm like a children of Israel. I'm at a Red Sea place. Where do I go now? Thank you, God. I was doing great in Oklahoma. Well, he wasn't, but I told God that. Right? I really wasn't. It was very terrible in Oklahoma. I wasn't doing good at all. But I was really mad at him then. Here's my red seat. Thanks a lot. I'm going to die now. And lo and behold, lo and behold, unbelievable things started happening that I can't even tell you how. People didn't know my situation. They didn't even know me here. See, that's weird. No, not weird. That's God. That's God. That's not weird. Things started going in my favor. Wow. So maybe I am highly favored. Maybe you are highly favored. Wow. This is actually good. Okay. <laughs> oh, did I say that in the mic? <laughs> my bad. I was thinking it. Come out of the mic. Sorry. It says, regardless of your financial situation, it's not an excuse to neglect what God is commanding you to do. You must be obedient. It's too late to share now. Next service, we'll share the, the Arkansas story, okay? And uh, they already gave the van away story. It's there, so we did that one. But um, a question says, the question I have for you guys today, just one question, it says, if you didn't have debt, how much more could you do for the kingdom? Let's say for scenario right now, everybody in this room, zero debt. All the money you made in your paycheck was all yours. You paid your tithes, had no one else to pay. What could you do for the kingdom of God? What could you do for Hope Church? Because that's where I go. I don't go anywhere else. I go to Hope Church. Hope Church is my church. What could I do for Hope Church to further the kingdom of God, to further, to further Pastor Todd's dream? What could I do to help Pastor Todd's dream? Let's say it that way. If you were debt-free, what could you do to further Pastor Todd's dream at Hope Church? What could you do? unbelievable things. That's what you could do. Church would never worry about finances again. You'd like that, wouldn't you? You'd make Teresa happy. I promise you that. Right? A little side verse that I have, and it's in Romans 13, 8. It's probably on the board. It's, it's not. It's no big deal. It says, let no debt remain outstanding <laughs> except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Guys, the whole point of this is, is not to, not, to, not to knock you on the head and say, you're doing, rah, rah. that's not the message at all I want to leave. That's not how I want you to make my heart, I don't, my heart didn't even feel that way. 
My heart is, guys, debt's real. It's real. And it can be a real bad thing if you let it get bad. As far as hurting your marriage, to your kids' relationships, to the people you're around relationships. I just want us to put a stop to it. Put a, like, no, there's a problem. And fix it. That's all I want. I'm not mad at anybody here. I'm not beating you on the head saying, you shouldn't have done that. That was not very smart. No, not at all. I love everybody. If you know me, I love every, everybody. I promise. But there's a real issue. And we got to put a stop to it. And we're the only ones that can do it. With God's help. Understand, he's going to help you step by step every day. Well, as Mo comes back, I guess she wants to come back. <laughs> I'm giving an option now, right? I was, I was asking. If she wants to come back, she can. But guys, as we come to our prayer time, this is all about freedom. This is all about freedom. And I don't want you to limit this prayer time to money. Don't do that. That's foolish for me to even say that to you. That's so foolish if I say it's all about money. If you have a prayer about money, I want you to come pray. That's, that's foolish talking. I want you to be free from everything. If it's emotional stress, physical needs, if you got a need in your family, I don't care what it is, guys. I want people to leave here different than they came today. I was serious when I said that in the, prayer, in, in the praise and worship time. If you don't leave here changed, if you come to church and you don't feel different when you leave, what have we really done? We just put a mark on our day. Oh, I marked Sunday off. I went to church. How oh, good is it? Next week, I'll see you next week. Wow, how bad. That's terrible thinking. We have a purpose. We have a reason for getting up every day to come to church. I got off work at 2 o'clock in the morning, guys, today. 2. I can't go to bed early. I, w- I went to sleep maybe at 3.15, 3.30. I was back here at 7.30. I'm on no sleep right now. You know what? Don't fall sorry for me. I love it. I- that surprised me. I love that. It makes me go work harder. I'm cool with that. But I'm saying is, we can do this, y'all. We can be free from whatever's holding us back. I don't want you to leave here with chains on your day. I don't. I really don't. My heart, man, my heart is saying, no chains. No chains. So, as the prayer people get in their positions, whoever they are, uh, I'm not sure. Guys, I'm telling you, do not limit this to money, please. I'm begging you right now. I'm begging you. If you need some change broke today, if you need change broke today, no matter what they are, I want you to, well, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's, okay, I'm going to be sensitive here real quick. Everyone bow your heads real quick. And, and audience, don't look around. This, this is just personal between people here. If, if, let's go here first. Let's say it is monetary. If anyone has a monetary need today and you want to get broke of the chain and you're not embarrassed to raise your hand, will you raise your hand, please, for I can see it? I'm not going to embarrass anybody. I see one there. Thank you, sir. Oh, I see another one. It's two. Thank you. Don't be embarrassed. I promise. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Nothing at all to be embarrassed about. Okay, let's go to the next one. Let's say you have a physical need. You have a physical chain in your life. You don't know where it's going to go. You don't know what's going to take place. You don't know how you're going to get out of it. But you want to break those chains today. Will you please raise your hand for me and I can see? One, 
two, three. I see him, I see him, I see him, I see him. The last but not least, if I didn't mention those two things, physical or monetary, any other thing, guys, going on, I don't care what it is, don't feel embarrassed, don't feel like we're going to judge you, now we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray and let God do some work today. Anything else at all you need, just slip that hand up. We're going to pray today. One, I see it. Thank you. Two, I see it. Three, I see it. Four, all right. I like it. Hey, you can, you can stand with me. And if you raise your hand, please find somebody up here or back in the back. Please find a prayer partner today. Go to them. Stand up, guys. Go to the person, any one of these people, and get prayer today. We're going to sing a little bit and come get prayer. That's what this is about, guys. Don't leave this place the same. Leave changed.